I'm Frances Robertson Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. If you have seen any of the documentaries by David Attenborough about the climate crisis or seen the images of the plastic that is in the ocean and on the beaches then you've probably already started to think about how you can start to reduce the amount of waste that you uh, consume and uh, create in your household but it can feel really daunting can't it it can feel like it's almost impossible especially when you're buying from the supermarkets and everything is wrapped in plastic even if it seems unnecessary so I was so happy when I found out about a local store and initiative in Folkestone called Restock and Restock is Folkestone's first refill low waste shop and it stocks a huge range of stuff dried food eggs cleaning products toiletries and it's really good value it's really easy they deliver to your door so I was really excited to get Emma onto the podcast to talk about um, restock, about what they're doing and about how we can make small changes to reduce the amount of waste, the amount of plastic that we are using in our home. so much for joining me this morning it's really lovely to chat with you really lovely to see your face Emma and um, I'd love to talk to you a bit this morning about um, Restock which is your wonderful project and um, creation so I thought it'd be really great if you just start by telling us a bit about what Restock is and the ethos behind it yeah absolutely so um the whole direction is it for it to be a plastic free shop and just help people think about what they're buying and how they're buying it how we're using things so just reducing the amount of plastic disappearing out into the world and out into the oceans really um and not for any fault of our own we've just been sold a big ideal yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. really weren't really informed of the consequences now we're starting to realize and it's big and it's overwhelming and it's hard and it's scary but just little things you can work out and just make things life a bit easier um uh yeah and looking kind of the plastic free kind of direction um and yeah, just making it accessible, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And also, yeah, good food. Thinking yeah. about good food and it's sort of along with the whole lifestyle direction of it, yeah. really. Yeah. So, yeah, reduce the plastic. Let's think about how we're buying things and how it comes. And then at the same time, let's look at the things that we've already got and how we can reuse them and what else we can do with them. Yeah, so so basically it, it, it is an online shop, isn't it? And also a physical shop. 
yes. you're in a physical space, but you also sell online to the local area, so Folkestone and beyond is that right so kind of the surrounding yeah so we're sort of hyper local um Folkestone Hive uh we deliver to Dover as well just at the moment for our food things um there is an amazing shop in Dover the vegan eco store so we cover food because she does all of the household cleaning stuff we're in that direction um and then um just sort of yeah bringing life back to being a bit more local and yeah, and thinking about our food miles yeah. and so on. Because there is a store in Ashford, there's one over in Dover. So we look after our little bubble down here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. And um, and so you you deliver locally. So it's, it makes it, I mean, for me, it's made it really convenient um, to make changes that I wanted to make. I knew I wanted to be um, using less plastic and creating less waste and that was something that obviously with all of the stuff in the media that there's been and um highlighted stuff that we probably knew deep down but yeah it's all come to light hasn't it you know yeah exactly the climate crisis and yeah. all that jazz <laughs> all that big jazz all that um, big jazz yeah big global global problems that aren't necessarily yeah. on our doorstep and that we don't necessarily see here um and you know kind of everybody diligently recycling and so on, but we're not actually told how to recycle um, and sort of explained, you know, what, because there are so many different types of plastic, for example. Yeah. So, you know, and what actually happens to our waste and the bits afterwards that happen to it when we put it in our little purple bins. It can be a little bit of a kind of... Um, Pandora's box as far as I understand and in the small amount that I understand from sort of like watching a little bit on on tv and uh, reading a bit about you know I'm not I don't like diligently educate myself I'm you know I wish I I had the time to do that but I do what I can so which is what I guess most people do so you've got this awareness but I kind of understand that even the recycling doesn't necessarily get recycled it often gets sold to other countries doesn't it and the yeah it gets sold it gets moved around the world um and sort of moved from pillar to post until countries sort of say no thanks because it's sort of developing countries have worked out a way they can take you know make some money yeah yeah um, or whatever but actually it's just a person or a business in that country making money and then the what actually happens to it is that you know, a cottage industry will end up burning it in a field or breaking it down by hand in not very safe, nice environments. So it's just sort of us moving our problems somewhere else. And it's not, even if it's being broken down or burnt, it's not actually really then getting rid of the problem as such, because it's still there. It's just in a different form. And (laughs) creating more havoc with, you know, if it's burning, it's like the toxic or, um, you know, if it's being broken down, it's going to probably, you know, it's got to be put somewhere at some point. And, you know, we've all seen the pictures um, that are just so shocking of the oceans and how they are clogged. So obviously it is, it, it's such a big thing and it can feel overwhelming. But what I really loved about Restock and why selfishly I'm so happy that you're here <laughs> is you have just totally fulfilled that um, desire for me to 
do a small part, small part as much as I can in my yeah, house exactly. to reduce. So um, where I, um, I mean, some of the stuff that you sell is just awesome. And um, Thank I think you. we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah of course. With but, the whole um, idea of kind of, of what we wanted to achieve with it is obviously the educational side, but without it stuffing down people's necks and making it intense because it's intense. We know yeah. it's really hard and it's really overwhelming when you kind of start thinking of that. But um, kind of one of our favorite quotes is about kind of, it's not one person doing it perfectly. It's 7 billion people doing it imperfectly. So it's just sort of, that one yeah. water bottle that you don't buy is one less thing that isn't in the ocean. That one coffee lid that you say no to is one less single-use piece of plastic that isn't yeah. there. What I'd really like to end with is like your top tips for people for how they can make small changes. Yep. So do you think you could share your top tips for, you know, us? How can we make small changes easily um using restock yeah absolutely so um the the smallest things are when you need instead of using a sponge so sponges are kind of one of the worst things ever they don't go anywhere as soon as they are made they will exist for always wow uh, so uh, that's kind of the simplest, easiest thing you can do. And that's the thing you use every day. So either we replace that with, we've got little coconut scrubbers, um, or we have, uh, kind of these crocheted, amazing, um, dish brushes, like just exchange them for a cloth, um, that can nice. be a t-shirt or an old jumper. Um, ideally not something with microfibers because that's microplastics in their own right. Um, you know, small things, just like pasta. We all love pasta. The kids love pasta. We go through so much pasta in our lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you sort of stand in the pasta aisle in the supermarket and it's just a sea of plastic. Yeah. Unless you're buying a really expensive brand that's, £2.50 and comes in a box um which let's all be real yeah. we don't have that money for the kids dinner <laughs> um so all of our packaging we research really heavily so I use um this is for home delivery of course mm -hmm. obviously when we're all allowed to see each other again you can come in with your either your um produce bags or your jars and you can come and fill all your jars up in the shop um when we're out and about um so yes yeah, so of all of our packaging that we send out for delivery we get a brown paper bags that you can either reuse for lunch bags um or put them in the compost when you're done with them they're sort of they're strong and durable so they'll last for a good while um yeah, we've been reusing them brilliant um the labels that we use are also of recycled paper and along with the glue as well um, uh, is a kind of a special kind of glue. And some of them are like we use two types, but they, most of them they do peel off and you can put them on your jars. Um, so you, when you get your delivery home, you just put them in your jars and then put your labels on. Um, and then sort of, so things like, and we try and reuse as much as possible. So the backing of the labels, um gets actually turned into notebooks <laughs> amazing 
um, or as little. Um, so we do eggs as we do with fresh free range eggs that are up from uh, up on Canterbury Road. Uh, so we use all of the egg trays that they come in. We turn those into egg boxes and wrap them up with nice string that can be all reused for parcels, packaging or whatever you need in the house. Um, but yeah, they're kind of like anything that needs an extra piece of information generally goes on the label backing. So we can just try and just think about all of the things that we that come into our shop generally and come into us. How can we reuse those and what else can we turn that into without having to go straight in the trash? Yeah, yeah, that's that's incredible. Actually, I didn't realise the level to which you were going and like the, yeah. <laughs> and the back of the stickers, you know, that's really so impressive and inspiring. And I wonder how did you um come to sort of set this up was it just something you were really passionate about so um there is I've had kind of a project in my waters because I love to make things I love to fix things um I've always kind of made clothes and like but I've always traveled and I'm a little bit of a minimalist (laughs) and I've moved a lot and I've worked all over the place so the the idea of having to have all of that stuff just to be able to make something and do something I love when actually if I could just pop in somewhere for an hour or three or ten or whatever and fix my jumper or edit I'm short so I always have to edit all of my clothes or edit an item of clothing that I found um and I you know I love vintage clothes and kind of I don't necessarily want to buy new clothes all of the time because there's so many clothes here already, but they don't necessarily fit you. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to just do something really quick, like add a button or add a hook, then you have to go out and buy 12 hooks. Yeah, that's so and true. Stuck with 11 of them. I'm like, oh, it's not <laughs> what am I then going to do with this 11 of them that I, you know, end up get given to a friend or whatever the next time I move. But, um, so the, the main what we are we are aiming for is creating a zero waste maker space so a place that you can drop in fix repair make do that has all of those things so you buy the one thing that you need yes. the space you need to do it have some help on hand to do it to work with it um and then sort of looking more into that as time went on um you know i carried my coffee pick up I have my water bottle done and so on and th- like the little bits and then you sort of you start standing in supermarket aisles of water bottles and all you, and then you sort of realize actually all these people are selling they're not selling you water or drink <laughs> they're selling you plastic bottles <laughs> yeah what a revelation <laughs> and you, like you kind of these the cogs start turning and you see um and you start seeing the documentaries and you see these you know and all of those scary images and thank you David Attenborough for you know doing his thing and doing it in such a kind gentle way without blame and without shame because with it I still have customers who I who will order from me religiously week 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 and then I won't see them for three months and then I'll bump into them and they were like, to be honest, I just found it really overwhelming. 
And I was like, you should have rang me. (laughs) We know. (laughs) I know it's overwhelming. Um, It's a lot. But just remember that one thing you can do. Just think about one thing you can change. Like when you go, like, it's hard. Even in my house, like I run this kind of business and we still have waste. We still have plastic. It drives me insane. Um, But it's unavoidable. You're out with the kids for the day they need a drink. <laughs> They've run out of their water bottle and there is nowhere to fill up their water bottle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. It happens. And they've got to eat and you've yeah. got to get a sandwich in a plastic pot because you're in wherever. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it happens. Like sometimes you can't make better choices because there aren't better things on offer. But, but the more things doing, we do... Yeah, if you're doing it at home, yeah, you are making a difference. So if you're doing it at home, home then you're making the difference and you're doing it but it's a lot of it is about saying let yourself off the hook yeah be kind to yourself I guess be kind to yourself exactly which is all kind of back in with that yogic yeah bring it back yourself be kind and you know don't haul yourself over the coals to get (laughs) because you bought Uh, and then the you know us our plan is to kind of make it accessible and affordable um and it's our job as uh retailers ultimately is to put the pressure on the suppliers to make sure that they are delivering things at an affordable price because zero waste shops refill shops whole food shops are blooming expensive yeah yeah and i guess that can put people off for sure yeah yeah I, are they, I don't know that they always are more expensive, are they? but there's this perception, because some of them are, there's a perception that stuff like this is more expensive. And actually, that's what I found refreshing, especially about restock, is that I was like, actually, it's not. It's a bit cheaper and it's being delivered to my door. And yeah. so um, there is, you know, there's also, you're offering convenience as well, <laughs> as, as you yeah. know. And that's kind of what we wanted to, you know, everything we're trying to do is just trying to make it easy or easier. Um, Obviously, in the times that we live in at the moment, times are hard and we don't want people to have to worry and kind of add that extra level of stress kind of thing, you know. Like, yes, we will deliver you nice food to your door. They are store cupboard essentials that aren't necessarily the most exciting things in the world. But, you know, that's what we need in our cupboards. We need our pasta. We need our rice. We need our flour. Um, And I work really hard to make sure that the products that we sell are that have come from a really good place. Yeah. um, And that have minimal ingredients and that have been messed with at least of things. so sort of trying the mission is to make our range like we only stock organic and spray free if I can sell them at the same price as I would none we have a few things because of what people have requested so you know we have a couple of items that are there ready for people to um make the jump if they want to but stuff like our flour um uh is we've sourced organic flour yeah yeah the same price as non-organic that's great it's great so, it just ticks so many boxes then doesn't it yeah but it's just it's also about that kind of what you're putting into yourself it's just conscious it's just yeah. a bit 
about being a bit more conscious. And I think we are all gently waking up and thinking, actually, hold on a minute. I don't need to blindly go to the supermarket and buy yeah. ever's put in front of me and that's got pretty shiny packaging that I have no idea how it's been made. I've got no idea where it comes from. And bringing it sort of back into that, I, I sort of had the realisation myself that I had no idea where a cashew came from. <laughs> how a cashews how how cashews get into my little packet next to the till in the coffee shop I have no idea the process yeah. they go I don't know what plant they come off <laughs> amazing I mean there's so many things like that if we really yeah. think about it and it, again it's like you say bringing consciousness to what we are consuming um not just in terms of purchasing but it's also like what we eat and what we put into our bodies you know yeah so, it's interesting how these things are really connected you know it's uh, not only are you helping the environment we're helping ourselves because we are part of the environment and things that are bad for the environment are going to be bad for us ultimately aren't they because if you're putting exactly consuming like eating weird um ingredients that aren't necessarily very kind of precisely and it's sort of we've kind of we've disconnected with that in the last hundred years or so and sort of well in the western culture for sure um you know I can't necessarily well kind of globally as well but mainly mainly on our let's worry about our little doorstep (laughs) we've sort of disconnected massively about how our food is grown what where it's not only our food but it's all of our things where do our things come from um yeah sort of all sorts of crazy things like that and just I read a crazy statistic this is kind of I digress a little bit from the the points but to build a car the car parts can travel up to the world across the world backwards and forwards up to 10 times wow that's crazy because one part's made here and it goes there to add to another bit and it goes back to this factory which goes into another factory and back and like do you know what I mean and it bounces around the globe for you know because they they have that you know factory there that makes it so yes great globalization making it all kind of (laughs) but let's just have a bit of conscious innovation that's kind of the direction we're going for so we're not saying yes bring it back to basics on on a lot of things but it's, I'm not anti-innovation yeah, <laughs> but let's yeah. do it in a very kind of clean positive way yeah. I love the sound of your new your your sort of vision for the space and how um people will be able to come and bring stuff and mend it and uh I have to say that's kind of like I hate throwing stuff away but I also hate um collecting um clutter you know <laughs> yeah there is there is a I saw a very great meme that's this uh oh zero waste living or hoarding like, <laughs> so yeah there's a, that finding the balance of what we need and for you know in never you know not trying to sit, sit on that fence post of looking back and going the past was amazing we never did anything wrong kind of thing and looking at it in roast into glasses like no, we need innovation. Like it's great the things and the technology that we have available to us, but let's just make sure that we're not damaging. Yeah, yeah. Our Use futures right and the world that we live in, because we are still a massive part of it. Really, 
We yeah. are a lived being as much as the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, really. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Thank you, Emma. I think no problem. that really um, sums up, um, you know, really nicely that we are, we're exactly, the, we're the same, we're the same as those creatures that are kind of being, um, you know, um, pushed out really with all of our waste. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to finish with my top yep. Um, for people who use restock and my favorite thing as you well know because I've talked to you about it a lot is um, the toothpaste tablets yeah <laughs> toothpaste is such a is another one of those things isn't it it's just plastic yeah. plastic and um I and it's also non-recyclable I'm just going to put that in like is it it's yeah non-recyclable. that's non-recyclable you can't do anything with it because it's uh because you can't clean it so actually to recycle plastic it has to be clean um Right. If, if it gets there, so, but it has to be very clean to be able to be recycled. So, yeah, toothpaste tablets are landfill fodder. Toothpaste. Toothpaste. Uh, yeah. Bowls, sorry. Yeah. Tablets are good. Tablets are good. Yeah. So, uh, I've yeah, got the tubes. Yeah. I've got the tablets in a little uh, glass jar, you know, which Perfect. I've called. And it's up in my bathroom. It's just stacked full now. I've got three months worth. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, and just, uh, you know, so it's like just small steps. I had my bamboo um, toothbrushes already, and now I've just made that next step. So it's just like little, small, manageable habits, isn't it? Bringing yeah, little life. tiny manageable things that are there. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the lines that we bring on will keep on, so you know you'll be able to get them in three months' time. Um that they, you know, they will still be there for you ultimately. And the toothpaste tablets are great. They're tiny and you just put one in your mouth, chew it, brush your teeth, spit them out and go and get on with your day. And um, we found ones that are really good. They actually taste, they're minty fresh. They're yeah, nice and minty fresh, total, not like <laughs> I'm a total convert. So yeah, thank you for that. Right, I'm going to... No uh, yes. I'll drop all the links for um, for restock into the comments for this podcast. Thank you so much, Emma. It's yeah, been really lovely talking to you. I really appreciate yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, we're also massively open. Like we're super responsive to, to Facebook messages, Instagram messages, emails, whatever. Brilliant. Yeah, we'll like if and yeah, we kind of know the whole journey's a bit crazy and a bit long, but kind of don't worry. So if people are interested in stuff, they can get in contact with you to get, you know, more information. And that's really yeah. Cool. Yeah. awesome. Thanks, Emma. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes. You can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends. And I'd really appreciate that. Look forward to seeing you next week. And if you need a few moments out for yourself, I've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast. Take care, guys. See you next time.